the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money. Invest in more. What's on your financial mind? We can talk about anything on the show, especially about getting you to retirement. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I love it when we get calls. I don't think we get enough calls, but I love it when we do. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, one of the things I like talking about is this grand idea that we basically work until we die. And one of the things I like talking about is the romantic side of let's get you to retirement. It's not fun. I guess it's not even romantic, but... I want all of us to have some sort of nice retirement in some way, shape, or form. And sometimes I hear concepts that I'm like, I want to share with you. I heard Rick Edelman recently talk about um, the concept of college is no longer important for you to have your career. And I was like, whoa, does he really want to say that? I get the idea that in the world of money and retirement and issues along those lines that obtaining a college degree sets you up to ascend the corporate ladder. I get it. Um, the convention out there is, you know, starting to change though. Um, I've got friends who went to college four year degrees and they do commercial lending. I'm like, is there a degree in commercial lending? And there's really not. But there's a degree in I know how to get my stuff done and turn it into a professor for four years in a row and not get kicked out of school and get a degree. So the notion of going to college and emerging age 22 with something in your field now is a lot less important than it used to be. 
So there's technology now that's going to keep us live longer than ever. There's advancements in skills and knowledge that we have to continue to push ourselves on to remain viable. And there's a lot of things going on out there like sabbaticals. So the idea of taking a sabbatical was a crazy notion to me 10 years ago. But now I'm like, whoa. The idea of working until the day I die now is, is a lot more real for a lot of people. So if you can earn an extra twenty, thirty, or forty thousand dollars, and again, just the the easiest concept of it is is that when you retire now, I don't see it as a pure retirement anymore. Do you? I see some people, um, for instance, my radio producer. He could be the kind of guy who picks up side jobs well into his eighties, kind of thing. Um, having that audio, having that skill in audio and video is is pretty powerful. So I don't think we're going to really save up as much money as we used to and then retire for 20 years. I think a lot of us are going to have, you know, prolonged careers. So some of the advice that I'd want to go back on and start thinking more and more about is Social Security is going to be around. We know that on some way, shape or form. If Social Security were to go away, you'd see riots in the street, right? So you'd see those damn dirty apes in control. And maybe there there are, right now, maybe in Congress and the presidency right now, maybe there are damn dirty apes in control. But Social Security, I think, is going to be around. So I look at Social Security and I go, Social Security is going to be my health care costs. I don't look at Social Security and think it's going to be my vacation costs in retirement. I don't look at it and think it's going to be my food costs in retirement. I look at it as saying, okay, it'll cover my Medicare, Medi-Cal, Medicaid, whatever situation that I fall into. I feel pretty good about that. However short on funds that the Social Security Administration may be, right now there's like ideas that will only pay about 75% of current benefits when it's depleted in 2034. And I'm like, 2034? That's way off in the future. Oh, no, it's not. That's 15 plus years from now. I don't think it's all roses, but I don't think it's going to go completely away either. Something that I really, really, really believe in is it's okay to live a little bit. Um, I like women in cowboy boots. I know you're saying, what does that even mean? Well, I I don't think cowboy boots are a necessity. (laughs) I don't like horses. I don't like Sarah Jessica Parker in cowboy boots. Um, But I think it's kind of cool. One of my favorite sayings is sometimes you take a pie in the face and sometimes you're hip deep in pie. Um, I love pie. I don't mind that. And I think it's okay to live a little bit. And like I said, there's absolutely no reason in the world to wear cowboy boots. None whatsoever. It's not like we're on the ranch anymore. It's not like the rattlesnake's going to bite you in your ankles and your rear boots can save you all of a sudden. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there are rattlesnakes out there. I don't know. I haven't really thought this one through. But... I don't want to defer my whole life. So I want to live a little bit of it now. And if I can go to a bar with you wearing cowboy boots, I'd be the happiest man on the planet. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Um, another rule or thought about retirement is that there's no rules about retirement. So the whole idea that a million dollars is going to get you $40,000 a year. That's the 4% rule. You can live off 4% of your savings. That's not bad. 
Um, but it's more of a start than it is actually a science. And it, it frustrates me because I see some people send me emails like, I have X amount of dollars and I have this, 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 and I'd really like to work with the CFP, but I don't really want to work with the CFP. I just want to know if I'm doing okay. I'd work with the CFP. Because I don't think there's any rule that you can feel really comfortable with out there. There's absolutely no denying the importance of making your retirement dollars last. So that's, again, why I go, maybe you're going to work till the day you die. Maybe you are going to work at a $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 year job. And that's okay. Here's another big rule that I'm wildly in favor of. Retirement looks different for everyone. I get up at 4.35 in the morning. And I absolutely hate it. I don't say that out loud very often. I'm looking forward to a day where I don't actually have to get up. Where I could actually go, huh, I wonder what's on my phone. And I just stay in bed. I work East Coast time. And I absolutely hate it. Um, not like in the pure sense of hate, but in kind of the sense of... I look forward to not having that responsibility. I look forward to not going, okay, it's 6.53. Do I have enough caffeine? It's 6.54. I'm walking up and parking. It's 6.55. Now I'm actually in the building and putting in my password. It's 6.56. I'm getting ready to go on air. <clears throat> I'm doing this stuff. <clears throat> I'm doing my... So retirement looks different for everyone. I think mine's just going to look like I don't have responsibility for a while. I've worked East Coast time for... How long is it now? 25 years? That's crazy. I live in the West Coast. And I'm working East Coast time. Which is okay, because like I said, it gets me to the gym a little earlier in the afternoon than most people. So retirement's going to look different for everyone. And some people are going to go out and spend a lot of money. I'm just not going to have responsibility for a while. Investment returns are important as you're accumulating wealth. Investment returns aren't as important in retirement if you've done everything right that's another lesson I've learned it's really about not losing money you can find me online at robblackshow.com it's Rob Black Show. I have always got events coming up and if you ever want to go to an event of mine just put in the radio code uh, promo code radio25 Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Is it fair to say that your financial plan shouldn't include winning the lottery? A lot of people are worried that they haven't done enough in order to get their plan together. 58% of Americans say that their financial plan needs improvement. That's a lot of people. 34% say they haven't done a thing to plan for their financial future. 
I see people standing in line to buy lottery tickets. You have to know that your priorities are vital. Um, you know, don't just go to the home improvement store this weekend and grab some, you know, weed killer and not think, spend that time killing your weeds, spend that time thinking about your financial plans. You know, paying off your debts, saving for your kid's college, saving for retirement, prepping for emergencies. I've got probably 15 flashlights at my home. Do I have enough water? Do I have enough water? Good question. Uh, I love those little adventures where you have to choose 15 things. You've been, you crashed in a desert. What do you choose? And you have to rank them in order. Do you choose, and maybe I'll, I'll pull one in one day and just kind of give you some thoughts on it. Uh, do you choose a mirror? Do you choose water? Do you choose a gun? Do you choose alcohol? Uh, do you uh, grab a jacket? Do you grab the parachute? I love those things. Um, because they really get you thinking about your priorities. And in your life, instead of getting weed killer this weekend, think about your debts and your tickets college and your retirement, age 60 to 100, where you don't work. You know, I've got a dog who's in the latter stages of her life right now, and it's, I'm going to cry when she goes. Um, she's in full-on retirement. She used to hunt and flush birds out of the bushes. Uh, she can't do that anymore. So, uh, so you have to start planning. And it's not too late. You can do it today. So you're going to work from age 20 to 60, and then your hips are going to start going. You're not going to be able to run around the yard and flush out birds. That's going to happen. So don't wait for a windfall from your in-laws. I know one person that, you know, her and her sister had parents that inherited well. And her parents have basically given one daughter some of the money and not the other one. But they basically spent everything else. And that's like a whoa. So both daughters thought they were going to get a good inheritance. One got okay. And one's not going to get anything. But... Parents are going to spend the money, and you think that's coming in, or you think you're in line and you're going to, just because you won $150 playing Scratchers once, probably means you're never going to do it again. So I'd stop it. I know you're stressed out in life, but the number one thing you could do is start thinking about your retirement. So how to simplify your finances instead of owning 10 mutual funds? Own the Vanguard Star Fund. Um, or the Fidelity 4-in-1 fund, which holds four Fidelity index funds with an overall mix of 85% in stocks and 15% in bonds. The fees are nominal at 11 basis points. Um, I would try to limit the number of bonds until interest rates move higher. Uh, consolidate your assets can make your life a hell of a lot easier. So no more multiple statements. You know, when you're getting statements from Fidelity, when you're getting statements from TD Ameritrade, when you're getting statements from Vanguard, and you've got a personal advisor out in Indiana, simplify that crap so you can focus on your life. Um, I use basically three credit cards. Uh, I use the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Um, no, that's not right. It's the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Is that it? Yeah, the Reserve. And that's for all my travel and all my restaurants. Three points. And then for anything else, I use the City Double Cash which gives me 2% back, um, which every year is about $4,000. So I'm like, woohoo! Um, and then on top of it, I use 
American Express for business situations. And that's it. I don't even carry a debit card. I think people who carry debit cards are losers. I know you're saying, but debit cards are my money. And like, yeah. Someone steals your debit card and good luck with that. Someone steals your credit card. And by the way, get online. Have your credit card online so you can see, like, I see all purchases over $30. And there's one that drives me crazy. Uh, let's say you got your kids in judo or kung fu. And you forget that every month they charge you. But when you see it come in on a text, you're like, uh-oh, looks like they, I told them to cancel and they did it. So it makes your life easier. Um, I really only use one bank within reason. That's kind of a lie because I've got a couple mortgages. So, and those are banking things as well. Um, I've tried to streamline my tech. I used to be a person who was all about the Google Android world. And then I started, like, you know, if I'm going to buy Star Wars for the, you know, if I'm going to buy Star Wars the movie on iTunes, I kind of want it on all my devices, all around the home, all around, like, kind of thing. Simplified. All my music, simplified. When you do this, it gives you more time to focus on your finances. Then if you do that, it's gonna, you're going to get to where you need to go. Um, and then, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, I have a cluttered wallet. I'm, I'm guilty of this. But I'm using Apple Pay a lot more than I ever have. So I'm going to continue to try to do that. Because of identity theft, I've pared down my paper. So, and it helps me have my desk back. So I try to do everything on paperless delivery, whether it be banking, investment loans, credit card statements, as well as internet, phone, utility, and bills. You can still save those things. Um, but save the digital copy and save it on some sort of account that you feel comfortable with. So I have some people that help me do their their best. I have an accountant with my uh, for my taxes. I have a financial planner that I use. Um, he works with Chad, a guy named Brad. Um, and every now and then I'm like, should I convert those old IRAs? And he's like, let's talk in November. For some reason you wait it till April. Let's talk in November. Uh, before the end of the year kind of scenario. So when you're waiting for the markets to correct is the best time to do it, things along those lines. Uh, to make my life easier, you know, when it comes to trips now, I go to TripAdvisor. And instead of looking at eight different hotels or having a travel agent do it, I go to their top three picks, and if it looks good, i done. Um, anyway, I, I do a lot of maintenance on my home, and I fall a little bit behind on that, but I need to do some landscape maintenance before problems become bigger. You want to line up your durable power of attorney today. You want a power of attorney for health care. It's also sometimes known as a health care proxy. This person can help you with financial and medical decisions. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. and questions are always welcome. 
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Something I think will happen this year is Twitter will be acquired. I think digital media and media are going to run more into each other on a regular basis. You just have to think that way because ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, you keep hearing about how ratings aren't what they used to be. Where are the eyeballs? They're typically on digital media. So you're going to see companies like ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox go out and acquire companies. One of them will be Twitter. One of them down the road could be Snap or a major partnership between maybe a Comcast, which uh, owns obviously a lot of cable networks and uh, cable company, and a Snap. Uh, I think consumers are spending more and more time and... As we spend more time on our devices, advertisers are saying, let's let's play with this. Let's think about this. Now, one of the big problems is that digital advertising is terribly, terribly not uh, effective yet for most groups. I'll give you a quick example. You know, I do seminars. You can find out about them at Rob Black's show. I buy some Facebook ads on, you know, hey, come into the seminar. And I'll give free Facebook code, which is different than the free radio code. And Facebook's not working. So now me posting on Facebook, as far as my groups go, that works, but buying the ads doesn't. Um, so that's worthy of note. And I, again, we're just moving more and more towards um, online areas. I think you'll see Roku come public this year. Uh, Google and Facebook have emerged as clear winners at this point in time, controlling roughly two-thirds of the global ad revenue for digital Digital giants like Netflix are going to expand their household presence, while social platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat aggressively invest in video-first strategies. So you're going to start seeing, um, like I said, I think you'll see some large telecommunication companies. You're seeing um, that already play out where there was a period of time where we didn't know what a company was in digital media. And kind of what I'm talking about there is, you know, is a digital is a telecommunication company a phone company or are they a content company? You're already starting to see AT and T say, you know, we want Time Warner, and you know, integration of content. Comcast, who has cable, also has cable channels, but they also have like the Philadelphia 76ers and some other pro- properties. Um, some, so you're going to see more of that, in my opinion, where Disney has to get that interactive presence right. Because they're losing eyeballs. So, and one of the areas where they lose the eyeballs most fastest is ESPN. ESPN. Uh, ESPN's going through another uh, round of downsizing. And I think ESPN for me, just to show you why I, I, I totally get that advertising works. I used to care about sports from age 18 to 35. And now I'm at the point now where I, I don't play for the team. And yeah, I, I still like hockey playoffs and things like that. I refuse to go to games unless they kind of matter. Except for baseball. Baseball to me is a nice day in the sunshine. If it turns out to be a nice day in the sunshine. Uh, freaking beer in the sun. Is there anything better? Okay. So I don't think so. Anyway, so smaller digital media targets um, are eager to partner with larger ones. Uh, because that partnership can equal big, you know, small amount of revenue to them is big. So I think Twitter, like I said, gets uh, acquired this year. You know, potential purchase of Twitter was heavily rumored last year. 
Uh, one of the things that's a problem with Twitter is they're really trying to focus on it is the trolls. It's so easy to get on Twitter and you know, just totally you know attack people. I remember in 2006, I was talking about the real estate market being too hot. And it doesn't always go up because if it always went up, you'd only have winners. And the world isn't made up of only winners. There's people who live in trailer parks for a reason. And I, I made some commentary on, on real estate. I like real estate, generally speaking, but I don't like it always going up. I don't want everyone winning. I don't want the guy in a trailer to go, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to buy me two trailers. And suddenly he's wealthy. And he's like cashing out of that and buying in Santa Cruz and the hills. No, thank you. I like some losers to be great with my winners. But anyway, so I remember back in 2006, I was talking a little bit about, you know, it, it too too much too fast. That's all I said. And people got on like Craigslist. I know you're saying Craigslist. Yeah, it's always the weird trolls out there on the weird platforms. And they were talking about, like, popping my eye out and doing things to my body. Like, I found it kind of sexy and fun, but other people were worried for me. Um, so I've gone on to a little bit of a lower profile in life, although really how low of a profile can I get when I'm at the gym a couple of weeks ago and someone screams out, Hey, it's Rob Black, Cron 4! And I'm like, I'm naked. So you can't keep that low of a profile. I'm very important. It. I'm very important, but please don't make eye contact with me when I'm naked. Um, so credible threats have emerged to Google and Facebook's digital ad um, dominance. That's something we're starting to, you know, ask questions about. Does Snapchat, does Amazon have that ability to uh, pull eyeballs? Amazon's Alexa assistant, you know, it's going to chip away at Google's fortress around text-based search, you know, ushering in a new ultimate uncontested battleground for voice-based advertising. And I said... I have to think I would be, you know, I would Tim Cook should get fired if Apple doesn't come up with some sort of Siri based speaker and the AirBot AirPods, um, the technology that Apple has that other companies like Amazon doesn't uh, to sync things fast is pretty amazing. So anyway, I think you're going to see virtual reality. A lot of people talk about how it's going to be the next hotbed for content. And I was pretty fascinated to hear that CEO of Valve basically said, right now, virtual reality sucks, and we're one of the leaders of virtual reality. But the emotional-driven storytelling that you could be done with is pretty amazing. And I think you're going to start seeing some retail stores offer more things like, come on in and see the virtual reality. Best Buy did it, but pulled it back. But retail stores now have to have some sort of event to get me to come in. Because the day and age of going into Macy's to get a jacket and a shirt and tie are over. Their customer service was so bad. You know, they staff one person for like 40 customers and you always had to be that jerk who kind of like stood in front of people and tried to cut people off or, you know, race to the store first. So you're seeing more of that going. Um, GoPro. I saw recently that, you know, they're one of those media companies. Are they a media company or are they a camera company? Right, And then you take a look at Snap and you go, are they a social platform or are they a camera company? Um, but I think GoPro gets taken out at some point this year. They've downsized their company pretty aggressively. Still not to the point where they're going to make money in 2017, but maybe it's a 2018 story. Um, and people got excited about GoPro. That's one thing that I always want people to be very cautious on is what, what I would refer to as story stocks. In the end, when you look at GoPro, it's a camera company, right? And how much are you willing to pay for a camera company? 
a bank that earns more money every year over year and buys back shares, I'm like, I'm excited by that. But a camera company that's product-driven, hit-driven, why buy GoPro when you can buy Apple? So, in my opinion, you can't only stretch yourself so thin. So, over-the-top video is a trend that's going on out there. So, offering streamers more content that's TV-like. Uh, 2016, 2017, you're seeing over 425 scripted television shows being developed. And it's a great time to be a television writer. It's a great time to be a television actor because there's so much content out there trying to find homes. You know, when you see on Yahoo that there's a parody of The Bachelor, and you're like, do we really need a parody of The Bachelor? Do we even need The Bachelor? Isn't The Bachelor sending the worst possible message to people on the planet? Be vapid. Judge people on their looks. Fall in love on television. Fall in love while you're on a a date to Sweden in a private jet. Because your life is going to be filled with dates to Sweden in a private jet. Exciting. I refuse to go on a cruise. There's two things that I refuse. I refuse to get reading glasses until I can't read. And I refuse to get on a, a cruise. They're both signs of age. And there's no going back. Once you've been on a cruise, you're tainted. Like having a cat as a guy. You have a cat? Yeah, I have a cat. Oh. You've you've been on a cruise. Ooh. Okay. So, um, 800-516-1220. Roku's one of those device makers that you always wonder, like, why haven't they come public? Um, I've got a Roku 3. I know you're saying he's kind of a big deal. He's got a Roku 3. Isn't it like 29 or $39? Yes. But I'm always fascinated by the number of channels that are on there, and most of them are just trash, right? But, but, Apple TV's done something pretty smart, and i got to imagine other companies are going to do this as well. Apple TV is now willing to take a look at your comp- your TV and see that you've got a subscription to Netflix, see that you've got a subscription to HBO, and they can line up different TV lineups for you from all your various devices. So it's kind of like a TV guide of subscriptions that we have out there. And uh, there's some things on Roku, like uh, the Museum Channel or something along those lines. But the content's okay. But anyway, I'm digressing. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, YouTube at Rob Black Show, and Facebook, Cron4 Rob Black. Oh, don't forget, I do those little Facebook Live videos, typically on Fridays, either at KDO Debio on Facebook, KDO Debio Radio, or on my Cron4 Rob Black page, Cron4 Rob Black Facebook. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Ladies and gentlemen, we've begun the initial descent. And now it's time to pull up on the wheel.
visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I could use a little, kind of like a ladies' night feel here. Because I'm kind of feeling a little conversation about women coming up. Um, men and women are different, right? I'm not a big believer that men are from Mars and women are from Venus or whatever. I can just tell you that we're different. Um, we make different investors. We have different needs in investing, different needs in savings. So when I see Ivanka Trump, I'm like, okay, she's different than other women, right? And <laughs> I'm saying she's a robot. I think she might be a, a robot. But more importantly, I think women, they kind of get the worst part of the investing world. They have to save more. They make less. And I think this is an important lesson. I saw that by the year 20, by the 23rd century, uh, women and men will be on equal parity as far as invest, as far as uh, money goes. I'm like, that can't be right, can it? And strangely, it is. Um, so I take a look at those kind of things, and I, to say the least, it's it's frustrating. And uh, to give you some, you know, harder examples per se, it's it's not that tough. So women live longer than men, and they're going to need more money in their nest egg to live off of. Because no one works, in theory, from age 60 to 100. We just get our Social Security. So they live longer. They're going to need money longer. Lower wages and higher medical costs plague retired women. So that puts them at greater risk for financial ruin than men. I'm not chauvinistic. I'm not noble. I'm not anything. Don't label me when I say this, but I think we don't take good enough care of the women in our lives. Uh, my father is a good example where he bought more life insurance on her because she was uh, overweight and he died 25 years plus before she did. She has yet to die. He was gambling that he was going to get a payday. I think. I don't have that answer because he's dead. And I don't believe in psychics. But 70% of nursing home residents are women. And that right there tells you, whoa. There's an imbalance. The average cost of a private nursing home is typically about $90,000 per year. Retired women pay about $600 more per year than men on out-of-pocket health costs. A lot of women, many women, put their family needs before their own security. Wow, working and saving for retirement is not as much of a priority, but it should be. Compounding the issue and making it even worse is that women often have less money than men for the pay that they get. Um, and then their nest egg in retirement, they have a smaller nest egg, and they, they're the ones who are going to need long-term health care. My do- father got uh, had a heart attack in his early 50s. They found cancer, and they, they took it out of his lungs. And then it came back, and they said, you know, this time it's going to get you. You'll be dead in three to six months. He died exactly at six months. Um, 
women generally earn about 79 cents to the dollar uh, that men do, and women spend more time out of the workforce to care for children or aging parents. If you go to a dry cleaners, you'll see that women's clothes are more expensive than men's clothes, usually, not always, to dry clean. And that's just sexist. Um, I think women need to focus more on their health. I think they need to find advisors who can understand their specific financial needs. I think the financial industry speaks the language of risk tolerance and investments, whereas I want women to speak the language of uh, protection and security, not being a burden to anyone. They want their money to last as long as possible. According to Social Security, a 65-year-old woman can expect to live to around 86.6 years old. Average male, 84.3. So they're living longer. Women need to stretch money to cover a longer lifespan. And in the course of a longer life, they will incur more health expenses. If you're in a nursing home in 84 and you live another two, three years, that's another $270,000. It's not minuscule. I know you're saying, did you say minuscule instead of minuscule? Yes, I did. I just injected the word man into minuscule because I'm talking about women and I can't take it any longer. I like women. I love women. I love women. I love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. I love it, Uh, I love it, I love it. Men created the world. Women refined the world. So very few men are sitting around in nursing homes compared to to women. And, you know, you got a retirement plan for this case because it happens um, a lot of people think oh she'll just sell the house when I die well my mother didn't sell the house when my dad died for another 24 years she wanted to stay there where he was um, she didn't want to go back to her home in the south she didn't want to you know anything romantic like that she kind of wanted to hole up and die or hole up and like not do much so a lot of people think that, oh, she'll spend less now that I'm gone. So women need to take control of their finances for sure. I'm not saying that this is up to the men or the financial planning people of the world. Um, but stay on top of things, all of us, preventative care, general wellness, physical fitness. So gym membership today reduces medical bills later. So when you're not able to walk and take care of yourself and you have to sit around at home, that's expensive. So get a gym membership, far less expensive if you're going to use it. 800-516-1220. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.